This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pashas Vayetze Tavshinayin Tess. We find when Yaakov is on his way to Lavan and he stops by Bahara Maria to Davin. And Hashem doesn't want him to leave right away, so he makes his son sit early. Yaakov is unprepared for this. He lies down to go to sleep, but he's frightened from the animals. So he takes 12 stones, he puts them around his head and the upper part of his body, and he goes to sleep. Rashi tells us a very interesting thing from the Medrash. As soon as he's getting ready to go to sleep, the stones began to argue with each other. This stone said, The tzaddik should lay his head on me. The tzaddik should lay his head on me. And all the stones were arguing. Each stone said, I want to be the one that the tzaddik should lay his head on. I want to be the one to serve the tzaddik. Miyad, immediately, Hashem took all 12 stones and he merged them into one big stone. And it says later on, And Yaakov took the, the stone that he placed around his head. Here it says he put stones. And later on it says the stone. And you see from here that he put stones, but Hashem took it into one stone. Many storm wonder, how did this solve the problem? If each stone was saying, the tzaddik should put his head on me, and this stone said he should put it on me, and now that Hashem forms it into one stone, that still doesn't help, because the stones at the end, for example, Yaakov didn't put his head on them. What was Saul and making it into one big stone? Until now there were separate stones, and the tzaddik wasn't putting his head on them. Now it's one big stone, but the tzaddik is still putting his head on one small part of the stone. How does making them into one stone solve the problem? And then Emes and others explain that when each one is separate, that's when they were arguing. But when they merged together, there was now one stone. And if you're one body, then you have one feeling. If you meet someone important and you shake his hand, all very exciting. Does the leg get jealous of the hand? That only you got to shake his hand and I didn't get to shake a leg with him? No, it's one body. And Hashem was teaching Yaakov, you are starting Kla Yisrael. You're now going to get married, you're going to have the Shvatim. And just like all 12 stones, the 12 Shvatim merged into one, so too Kla Yisrael will be successful. If every single year doesn't look at himself, I'm completely separate. But I am part of a whole. And every time a person realizes that, that you are part of a whole, then you can not only take pleasure in the successes of others, but when you see someone else needs something, you have the ability to help somebody. You should help the other person. We're all at pieces of a puzzle. You look at a piece of a puzzle, and there are indentations, and there are parts protruding, sticking out. And in order to put the puzzle together, it becomes much stronger if the part that's protruding, that's sticking out, goes in to the part that's missing from the other piece. That's much stronger than putting two straight pieces together and gluing them together. And that is what Hashem wanted Yaakov to understand to build Klai Yisrael. Each Yid, each person goes and using what he has, his talents, to help fill the deficiencies of someone else, of his fellow Jew. There's an organization called USO. USO stands for United Service Organization. There's a group of different organizations got together, and their job was to help U.S. servicemen, to help people in the army fighting for us, 
to uplift them, to entertain them. And they would go around to different army bases and they had comedians and singers and actors to go and entertain them. A fellow who was very involved with this named Ed Sullivan. And he heard once that one of these singer comedians, a guy named Jimmy Durant, was in town, was in New York. And he was there to have two radio interviews. So he quickly calls up his agent and he says, Look, the largest army hospital in the world is right here in Staten Island, the Halloran General Hospital. You have so many soldiers over there. Why don't you come by and put on a performance for them? And his manager said, sorry, we can't because we're here only for a short time. And he has two radio interviews he has to do. There's no way it's going to work. He says, please come down just for, you know, a short time, a short performance. And the manager said, I know how these things work. I'm going to tell Jimmy. Jimmy's going to want to come down. He's going to come down for 10 minutes, but you're going to keep him there for a half hour. We can't do it. He's got to get to this interview. Can't miss it. And Ed Sullivan said, I promise you, I will make him stay a minute longer. Whatever he could. 10 minutes, perfect. So he warned him. He said, okay. And he agrees. They didn't tell the soldiers who were coming. It was a big surprise. They're all gathered in the, big, in the large auditorium. And the day comes. Jimmy Durant comes on stage. The place erupts in applause. They're thrilled. He puts on his performance. And sure enough, 10 minutes later, he stays on stage. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. The manager's going crazy. After a half hour, he manages to get Jimmy's attention. He says, we got to go. And reluctantly, Jimmy goes off stage. He gets off. And the manager turns to Ed Sullivan and goes, you see, now we're late. And Ed Sullivan says, it's nothing to do with me. I didn't say a word to him. He, he didn't come off stage. And they turned to him and says, Jimmy Durant, why didn't you come off stage earlier? You're, you're on there much longer. And he looks at them and says, did you see that applause out there? And the manager looks at him and says, Jimmy, you all, you're the best. You always get that applause wherever you go. What's so special about that applause? Come here. Leaves him over by the curtain and says, look in the front. Go look at the front, see how they're clapping. The manager and Ed Sullivan go, they peek out to the front, and sure enough, everyone's clapping, still clapping. But they see two soldiers standing in the front, clapping. One soldier is missing his right arm, the other soldier is missing his left arm. And together, they were clapping, each with one arm. Jimmy said, I saw what they did for me. I saw what these soldiers give up for us. There was no way I was able to get off stage. And that's the lesson because Baruch was teaching Yaakov. Yaakov, you're starting off Klai Yisrael. There will be people who have talents. There will be people who have other talents and deficiencies. Everyone has what they can do and everyone has what they need. In order for Klai Yisrael to be successful, we have to be one. And therefore, like a piece of a puzzle, every person who has should help those who are missing and deficient in a certain area. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.